Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. ah, Watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music.
Beep, a bump, Scott Hamilton. Rain check, I think, is the name of that. You hear it all the time. You hear people playing rain check. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. My friend Winky is a pack rat. There ain't no other way of saying it. He's a pack rat. He has every receipt anyone has ever given him for the past 40 years. And if you live with someone like that, well, you know what I'm talking about here. You have to turn sideways to walk into Winky's office. Now, it took him a long time to come around to it, but he finally told his wife it would be okay to throw out every paper over 12 years old, as long as she kept copies.
Um, Ray Brown. Sounded very Oscar Peterson-y being behind him there, didn't it, eh? I once saw a commercial on television that said that my brain might be undernourished. <laughs> Can you believe such a thing, having an undernourished brain? But anyways, then to, to drive home the argument, it gave a printed quote on the screen from some medical association that said that the problem was ubiquitous. And after ubiquitous, they had written the word widespread in brackets. <laughs> I suppose they defined ubiquitous just in case someone with an undernourished brain happened to be watching. <laughs>
Scott Hamilton, of course, here on the Humble Farmer. Have I mentioned lately that you can hear the Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station every week at this time, with any luck at all? I am the Humble Farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And now, if you are ready, no things considered. Da 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 da. It took American workers many years to establish labor unions. Corporate America, of course, hired thugs to crush unions. You've read about it, seen movies of it. Of course, that was back before the days when they could crush unions the easy way with newspaper articles and television commercials. As everyone knows, the original purpose of unions was to give workers a living wage, safe working conditions, and job security. Nowadays, with the wisdom that always comes with hindsight, we wonder why employers bothered to pay thugs and police to beat up workers who tried to establish unions or stand outside company gates on strike. What a big ado about nothing that was! Why in the world should any employer provide safe working conditions or pay profit-eating wages when all they had to do was move their operation to some other country? This is, of course, what they have now done. Can you bring yourself to believe that the companies that haven't already moved out of this land of the free are presently working on it? A few years back... Well, few. When I was a kid, you paid higher prices in your mom-and-pop stores, but back then your dollars also circulated in your community, and you got your dollars back. They weren't sucked off by the banks to the Cayman Islands or to Arkansas or wherever the dollars that go into big-box stores go. You don't see them here, that's for sure. The higher prices back then were also a reflection of good wages paid to American workers in union shops. Now, big box stores compound our economic problems by not only selling us foreign goods, but by sucking the dollars you spend out of your area. A casino couldn't clean the money out of an area any quicker than a big box store. American consumers are now in a lose-lose downward spiral. What are you going to do about it? It's none of my business. Thank you. 
Of course, I wonder who was playing that old band. No screeching trumpets, nice, nice, peaceful play in there. Who was that? Johnny Hodges, Cat Anderson, who knows? You know that stuff, I don't. Every week, I gotta tell you about this, every week they have a husband's marriage seminar. And, and they have it out to our grange, and at the session last week, the counselor asked Winky's father who was approaching his 50th wedding anniversary, well, he asked Winky's father to tell everyone how he had managed to stay happily married to the same woman for 50 years. And Winky's father got up to his feet, and he said, Well, I want you people to know that the best thing I ever did was to take my wife out to Manhigan for our first wedding anniversary. And you know, for our 50th anniversary... I think I'll go out there and bring her back. Thank you. 
Tag on that one, huh? Scott Hamilton, of course. The Jitterbug Waltz, and it had just about started to sprinkle when I drove into the dooryard, so I jumped out of the truck. I was yanking the clothes off the line there when this squall hit. If you've been out in a boat on a squall, it's bad. It can tip you right over, you know. And there I was with the clothesline. This squall hit, and a fitted sheet was grabbed, snatched, yanked off the line, disappeared over the top, of the garage about 200 feet away I had never seen anything like it unbelievable well later in the day I mentioned this to my friend Richard and I asked him if he'd ever seen a tornado he said he had seen a tornado only once and it was doubly memorable because it was on the day when he divorced his wife now they split their estate between them and among other things, he got one house, and she got another house located a few hundred feet away. Now, because this was a friendly divorce, they had gone out to dinner with a mutual friend, and they had just returned to the house that now belonged to him when they heard a noise like a freight train approaching. They knew that something bad was about to happen, so they ran down cellar, and whoom! The tornado went by, 
and when they came out of the salon and looked out, looked round outside, they could see that a few shingles had been ripped off Richard's house. But they could see just a few hundred feet away that his ex-wife's house was completely gone. Oh. And she said, Oh, Richard, what are we going to do? And Richard said, What do you mean, we? Thank you. 
I guess that's the end of that. No tag on it. Uh, anything count? Basically, I think I'll send it to Whitehead. I don't know where they get the names of these things. St. George, Maine, right here where I live. St. George, Maine is right infested with artists. You can't go out without you step on an artist. So I was only mildly surprised to hear that Winky's daughter had posed nude for an artist all winter. I asked Winky how he had ever happened to let her do that, and Winky said, Why not? He had a stove in the studio.
shave, shave and a haircut, Scott Hamilton. You are listening to The Humble Farmer on your favorite radio station. I have been making this program for you for over 37 years. Well, every week for over 37 years, I have produced this radio program for my friends in Maine and elsewhere. And some people have asked or wondered why I don't retire. And the answer is simple, really. Uh, You can only retire when you get paid for doing it. There's a cheerful little earful Gosh, I miss it Something fearful And this cheerful little earful Is the well-known I love you Stocks can go down Business slow down But the milk and honey flow down With a cheerful little earful Of the well-known I love you In every play It's a set phrase What the public get phrase But as a pet phrase It'll do, do, do Poop or brew it Soft and cue it Make me happy You can do it With a cheerful little earful Of the well-known I love you song that that Paul Burgess told me about many years ago. Cheerful little earful. Nice nice tune. Let me see what am I going to do here. I guess this one here this rant here I will deliver. I'll call it the humble farmer question 
for the week. You watch the news, of course. You read the newspapers. So let me ask you this. How long do you think a society can exist when common people get only a meager living for themselves because about half of what they produce is turned over to the military? Question, huh? Well, here's the bad news. According to my Encyclopedia Britannica, this type of feudal military organization lasted in Europe for a thousand years.
Hamilton. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer with any luck at all. I'll be back here next week, same time right here on your favorite station. Thank you again for listening. The other day, are you listening? The other day I thought about getting tattoos on my arms. Yes, tattoos on my arms. I thought about getting tattoos on my arms, but then I realized that I never roll up my shirt sleeves. Need atmosphere.